0: With proven strategies, systems, and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast hope you've had an amazing week Um, here in Australia where I live especially the weather has been spectacular and I don't know if it's just the universe's way of apologizing for everything else that we've been through recently but I often wonder how you know there's such contradictions in the world in in life in general to be honest but today I wanted to talk about uh, one of my business pillars so In the Divorce Angel business, we have pillars and it's through those pillars that we're able to help and support our clients and one of our um, pillars is obviously having an expert team and that expert team are what help our clients with emotional support, legal support, financial support and something that I like to call life support because by the time you bring all of those things together, ultimately what we're we're doing is we're recharging a person's life and we're helping them move forward with the best possible tools to be able to really build a sustainable and wonderful future. But in this life support part is really where we get a lot of our insecurities and let's just call them fears. You know, the fears that hold us where we are and why we really don't want to move forward. Many people just, they they are too scared to f- put the first steps forward to improve their life. And in a lot of cases, this occurs because firstly, they don't have the tools to be able to move forward. But the biggest issue is they are just so unsure about what the future may hold that the fear of staying where they are keeps them trapped because the fear of moving is so great they just can't step into what that future might, may look like. And I understand it and I get it because seriously, that was me. I waited and waited quite a few years before the fear of doing something about my unhappiness was outweighed by the fear of just staying where I was and nothing changing and asking myself, how much longer can I put up with this? Am I prepared to live this way? Or am I actually going to do something about it? Because the honest truth is, is if we don't do something, no one else will. And if you can relate to this, you would possibly be what I would call one of the struggling separated And I know because that was me. And a struggling separated is a person that is either about to separate or who was just separated, but really doesn't have any idea of the steps that they need to take to improve their future. But today, we want to talk about fear. And One of the ways that I like to look at it when I'm talking with clients is, seriously, what reward do you get from living in fear? So I want you to ask yourself that right now. Ask yourself that question. What reward do you get by living in fear? So let's just go back to the start right now. And if we look back into human evolution, fear is one of the main reasons that we're still here. Because let's be honest, if those people, you know, many centuries ago, did not listen to their instincts or prepare themselves for whatever was around the corner, what dangers, what imminent threats were there, they would never survive. The greatest thing about this is, The genes of those survivors are the DNA that we carry around today in our body. Like, think about it. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? The DNA that we have comes from those folks that were so, whether we call them fearless or whether we call them could be anything, strategic thinkers, um, risk mitigators, whatever term we want to put on it today, which they obviously weren't aware of back then, was what kept them safe and you're carrying that dna in you right now maybe just a very 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 tiny bit but you've still got it now according to charles darwin and he was best known for his contributions to the science of evolution fear is an ancient instinct that remains untouched in modern civilization So just like I said, the DNA of those ancestors and people that that survived many, many centuries ago, we have in us today. So we have the skills to be fearless, but unfortunately, society has led us down a track that we are so scared of the consequences. And today, I just want to talk about how we can possibly address some of those. Fear is what drove mankind to the present day, helping us all prevent all kinds of danger. It's actually overthinking that prevents us today. So it's something that we've just learnt as a society. We overthink and analyse everything. And the question is, what are you most fearful of? Because if you can answer what you're most fearful of, and then try and put steps in place to address that, then what happens is all of a sudden you've got an idea of what you need to do to achieve that. And are you prepared to take that risk versus the benefit? One of the key questions that I ask clients when they start working with me, it's actually probably the very first question, is what do you want to achieve? Because if we don't fully understand what a client wants to achieve, how can we get them that outcome? And it's the same when we live in fear. We're normally in fear because of the unknown. We just don't know what is out there. And because of that, we're just paralyzed and just can't put any steps in the right direction. We're also mostly scared. This is something that I can relate to so much is failure. And if we fail, it just has, for our own identities, it can have serious consequences. But like this is such, I'm not going to go into it, but such a, it's like a, a kaleidoscope of things that, you know, one after the other after the other, just the, the, you address one thing and then something else comes up and something else comes up. That's why we work so hard in in that pillar in the five steps to a seamless divorce. And when I talk about the life support, because all of these things together combined are what are holding us where we are. But let's go back to the question: and what are you fearful of? Are you fearful of being alone? Are you fearful of not having enough money? Are you fearful that you might lose the children? Are you fearful of losing? like I just said, your identity. So your identity is around the current house you live, the car you drive, and you're worried that if you separate, you're going to lose all of that identity. And this was something that held me for a very, very long time in my unhappiness. Because if you've listened long enough, you would have heard me say, you know, we lived on the acre and a half and the tennis court and the pool and friends used to call us the Hallmark family. And it was, it was all fake. It was just, it wasn't real. Yet at that time in my life, all of those things were what I was striving to hold on to the most. I look back today and think it was so shallow of me, but it was all that I had. And because that was all that I thought that I had, I just held on so much. And you know, you could be relating to this. You could be going, yeah, this is Tanya, exactly. I get this because that's how I feel. If we get divorced or I move forward in my in my separation, I may lose everything that represents who I am. The truth of the matter is we can redefine our identity in another way. We can go about things differently and especially I look at myself and I'm no one special. I am exactly the same as you are. And if I can redefine and rewrite the chapters in my life, you certainly can. I'm nothing extraordinary. I am exactly the same as you. So we can all do this together. And it's, it's really important to me. It's one of my biggest beliefs that just because we're divorced does not mean that we failed and it's not something we should be fearful of it's actually something that possibly we can be jumping into and you know i I know that sounds ridiculous i mean i don't jump jump into any divorce if you can um stay in a happy marriage or you can fix an unhappy marriage to be happy you need to do that first and foremost But if you've married the wrong person, then there's no point staying in something that's not working. And our minds would consider the change we are looking for in our lives as sometimes the most significant danger that we've ever had, and it's because we are so unassured of a positive outcome. But what is a positive outcome? Because there's all degrees of positive. You know, is it 10% positive? Is it 80% positive? Or is it 90% positive? Because who's to say that even if you stepped into that fear and everything was 10% happier, if that's what you're looking for, if it's 10% happier, that 10% can grow to 20%, 30%, 80%, 90%, 100% over time but you've at least just got to step into the fear to move into that 10%. And the same thing can be said around money. If your greatest fear is money, I'm not going to have enough money. If you are very, very clever with what you do with your money, there's no reason why you can't surpass what you have right now in your life. And I kid you not, that was the driver that got me to where I am today. Because I remember thinking, I, at at the time, I'm going to show my ex-husband, I am going to surpass the life that he ever thought possible. And he's going to regret the day that, you know, da, 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 da. Now, that was at the time, and that's what got me moving. That was what got me moving into the fear. Oh, do I think like that now? Not one bit. But I had to find some driver or some pers- purpose to get me moving, and that's what I used. And everyone will use something different. Everyone will have a because you know a, a different reason for moving forward. Because. As we've said before, no two divorces are the same and your experience that you're going through right now in your separation or your relationship will be completely different to what I, I went through. So you've got to find yourself what that primary driver is that's going to kick you up the butt and get you moving and get you moving into the fear because on the other side of fear is some amazing, amazing stuff but you've got to to be able to step into the fear. And courage, my word for this year is courage. And I've got this thing on my board in front of me here, and it says that um, a hero is no braver than an ordinary person, but they are braver five minutes longer. So just, you know, take that in, five minutes longer. That's all you have to be braver for for five minutes longer and it can make the difference in someone's in your life and your children's life and whatever your future looks like. So for five minutes, surely we can be brave or fearless for five minutes. So you know the thing is it's it's like a tricky situation. If I'm not happy where where I am and I need to improve my life and my happiness, I have to dive headfirst into such uncertainty, which, you know, up until now, you've probably tried to avoid. And you've avoided it because you're just afraid of what the consequences are. So the question is, is it possible to overcome your fear? And yes, it is. Now, there's two ways you can do this. Step one, is you can stop seeing failure, as we've already discussed, as a dead end. Failure does not need to be negative. And this is the thing, the subconscious mind does not work in negatives, it only works in positives. So even when you're continually telling yourself, I'm failing, I'm fearful, all these things, it, it just, it sort of goes into a hiatus and nothing happens. But If you can change all of that negative into a positive, even how you talk to yourself can make such a difference in how you address the fear. And it doesn't matter what kind of project you're working on. It doesn't matter, um, you know, whether it's something at work. It doesn't matter whether you're building a business. It just simply doesn't matter even if it's a relationship. At some time, everyone every single person fails. And I often recall Thomas Edison, and he said, I failed my way to success. And a mentor of mine was once saying, now, I'm probably not going to get this 100% right, but I will try and paraphrase for you. And Edison had a workshop, and he'd been working for such a long time on a whole lot of projects and just didn't seem to get anywhere. Anyway, one night his workshop burnt to the ground and his son ran out and was standing next to him as the whole workshop was burning to the ground. And he turned around and he said to his son, go and tell your mother everything's going to be okay because all of our mistakes are now gone and we can start again. Now, as I said, I'm paraphrasing that, but it gives you an idea into the man. So knowing now what he did and what he invented, rather than all that work that he'd done and thinking that it was a failure, he he actually said, that's it. Let's go on. Let's start again. And that's what I've tried to do in my life. And that's what I want for you as well. So just consider that because it doesn't mean that we failed. It just means we've learnt. We've learnt from the mistakes and we're not going to take them forward. And, you know, it's just everything is going to be better. And the other thing is when we're talking certainly about failure being a dead end is something very important. If you are looking for the answers or the more questions you get answered, the more that is unknown. Just think about that. The more questions that you get answered, the more questions there are. Because the more we evolve as people and as humans, the smarter we get, the more questions that are in front of us, which means they all need to be answered. So we're never ever going to find all the answers. But as we evolve and become deeper people, smarter people evolved more evolved as people we have more questions and every time a question gets answered then after that we've just got more and more and more questions to be answered the next step is one that just everyone should do and it's simply just take action we need to put our thoughts aside and start doing Paraphrasing one of the great thought leaders in history, Dale Carnegie, and if you haven't read some of his books, please go and read them. When we are inactive, we breed doubts and fear. Yet when we are active, we produce confidence and courage. So the process of doing generates an outcome and steps us through fear. And that's where we want to be in this human evolution. That's what we want. And one of my mentors once said to me, if the instructions, Tanya, for your life were on the outside of the box that you currently live in, what would you do to reach those details? So just imagine right now how you're living your life, you are stuck inside of a box. If you knew, for instance, that you could have the most amazing life, and the details were on, on the outside of this box that we call life right now, what would you do to get those instructions? What would you do? Would you stay where you are right now? Or would you actively do something to get those instructions and live the life that you were born to live? So it's reasonable and understandable to be afraid of the unknown. And we cannot fight human nature. But we are all need success and we all have it in us. If I go back to the start of the podcast, think of the DNA that you are carrying in you right now. All of us are capable of breeding confidence and being courageous and failure is just one of the tools that we need to drive us to success. So hopefully you've got something out of this podcast today. If you would like to know more about the five steps to a seamless divorce, go to my website and have a look. All of the details are there. I'd also like to thank one of my team members for helping me put today's podcast together. And that's the amazing Sergio. He is a gun. So thank you, Sergio, for helping me put this podcast together today. And I hope you got something out of it and it helps you put your next foot forward and move through fear. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at TanyaSummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favour and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.